0: Welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode of our Getting series series, it's time for the pitch. I'm excited for this one. We've shared a number of series before that we've read and loved. And with some of these, we haven't finished them entirely. But before we get into how the pitch will work, let's do a little reading update. So what are you currently reading right now, Ashley.
1: I am reading more books, I think, right now than I've ever read at one time, Um, and not all of them are series, so this will be maybe a little random, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) series-wise, what I am reading is I am still trekking my way through A Discovery of Witches. I love it. Don't let the fact that it's taken me so long to get to where I am deter you, and I am reading The Fifth Season. I'm reading stamped from the beginning and i'm actually reading stamp from the beginning at the same time that i'm reading the jason reynolds ya remix of Isn't it it's so good so good he narrates it and he i'm telling you guys if you have not listened to this man narrate his books he does um long way down and then he does did stamp. you see that That's gonna be released as a graphic novel yes and i'm, I'm so excited pumped. Because that, oh my gosh, one of my favorite parts about that book is that because it's told in verse, you can see so much on the page that conveys so much meaning.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I think that that makes it marvelous as it is. I think that a graphic
0: novel, though, will just elevate it even more. That's exactly Um, what I was going to say. Yeah. (laughs) I think because if you don't know what Long Way Down is, it's, It takes place in one minute in an elevator ride. So I think that having the visual representation of that um, will just really enhance the story. I'm so excited for it. It comes out in October. Um, I cannot wait. So he
1: he narrates, he doesn't narrate all of his books, but he does narrate, stamped the remix, too, stamped from the beginning. And it's written for a younger audience. It's YA. And so getting to hear him speak his writing in that way is just so amazing and the way I've kind of been reading them simultaneously is listening to the YA first because it's a little bit less complex and broken down a little bit more and then going back into the text of stamp from the beginning and then reading alongside that so I've kind of been doing that that's going to take me well into July um, and the same with the new Jim Crow I'm reading that Oh, and yeah. as a buddy read and um that will also go through July so those are kind of um the heavier books that I'm reading and then I am going to pick up Get a Life Chloe Brown because I've been seeing Take a Hint Danny Brown right
0: mm-hmm.
1: all yeah. over I think that it came out last week last Tuesday yeah Pop pub day um
0: so the, the 23rd Yes, June Which was 23rd. a good day for romance. <laughs> it
1: really was. So I am excited to have another romance series to read. I've been really loving those. Um, and they they feel less intimidating because they're nonlinear, like we were talking about last week. Yeah. And I, I really like being able to not feel like I have to commit to all the books right away. And romance is – I'm back into the romance. I took a I took a break for a
0: second, but
1: I'm back <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I think I was, that's it. I was going to say, if um, any of our listeners know of any other, like, non-linear series, like, sort of, like, the Bromance Book Club or um, the Wedding Date series by Jasmine Guillory, and, obvi- like, we didn't mention Chloe Brown last week, and then you and I were talking about that before we started recording, and I was like, I totally forgot that Yeah. That's another one of those. Like, I think they're really fun, um, especially because we've been reading so many traditional series right now. Mm-hmm. Um for this series of episodes um and if anyone knows of a different word besides series please let me know. I know we
1: need to I think if anybody wanted to ever play a drinking game with our podcast the the (laughs) drinking game for this one is how many times we say the word series.
0: Well series is also my like soon to be married name. So, I think that's so funny. <laughs> um so many people like I when I tell people about read and write on my blog, they're like, "Oh my gosh, how like you were meant to do this with that last name." And then people always ask me like, "What are you going to do when you get married?" And my plan has always been to keep my name professionally, especially for acting. Um but I'm like, "Well, Nick's last name is Series." <laughs> and they go like a book series (laughs) so it's very convenient um i love it but anyway, so
1: what are you uh, reading right now phoebe
0: okay i'm currently reading the vanishing half which i feel my july book club pick yeah i was anticipating flying through it and for some reason i was like I wait, I'm so like I'm like I'm like what is the hook? I'm not getting it. Everyone is telling me that it hooks you right from the beginning, and I was like, what piece of my brain am I missing? And then I finally realized that it's a character-driven book, and character-driven books are not something I generally pick up. Um mm-hmm. I love I, them, but I know that I know you're you definitely <laughs> more of a plot plot-driven I, person. It's not that I have anything. It, it's I think I used to rate books that were character driven lower before I really understood that that was their driving force and now mm-hmm. that I'm like that I can really like critically understand the difference I'm like oh it's just because of the way that my brain works so it's nothing wrong right. with the book or the writing and then once I made that switch I was like okay stop waiting for the plot to happen and fall in love with these characters and I'm really really enjoying it now and it's totally living up to the hype um so an important note if you're not wild about character driven books it's nothing against the book it's just just be aware and like make that switch in your brain um and I'm also reading Clap When You Land Um, I just ordered that for my indie I cannot wait I've been reading so much YA right now Uh, like I just finished Felix Ever After which was a perfect book I absolutely adored it and then I'm also uh, still finishing up A Curse So Dark and Lonely,
1: oh. uh,
0: which is, like, surprised me. You might get me. to a little bit later. Yeah, I might get to that a little bit later. <laughs> I'm almost done. I have, like, 50 pages left. <laughs> and it definitely surprised me. I've been going into books blind a lot more you
1: I've I've converted you in more ways than one. I'm I so used to be proud. So,
0: I'm I know, but it like <laughs> it's really not healthy. Nick's about to kick me out. Um, I'm sorry. I,
1: I I vowed, guys. I vowed to Phoebe that I will not be telling her to read any more books until she gets her TBR under control. So,
0: I really... even
1: though we're about to go into a pitch episode where I pitch four books to you.
0: Yeah. And I already had purchased one of the ones. <laughs> oops. Um, oops. Yeah. And I can't decide if I'm liking going into books blind or not because I'm a skeptic by nature. So if something's like a little, if I'm like, wait a second, I don't get it. What's the hype about? I like want to put it down. And I'm yes. like, wait, let me go back to the jacket cover. Like, why did everybody love this? Then I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um mm-hmm. so yeah, but I'm really I'm I'm in a good spot with like the books that I read in June, I don't think any of them really disappointed me. I feel that way too. Like, and
1: that includes some of the books that we may be talking about in just a moment. So if you haven't listened to our pitch episodes yet, here is how they work. Phoebe and I each have one minute to sell each other on a book. For this series since we're talking about series, that's two two drinks. Um, <laughs> we have chosen four instead of five series in multiple genres. and we have our timer set. This is series' business.
0: Oh, I don't even know how many drinks that counts as. Um, <sighs> yeah, okay how my dad jokes. All right. Are you starting, Ashley or am I starting? Um, let's see. I feel like I'll start.
1: Perfect. So before you start the timer, I get to say the name of the book, the author, and what genre it is in. Yes. Okay, so we're going to start with what I had already mentioned earlier, which was um, that I'm currently reading, A Discovery of Witches. This is by Deborah Harkness, and it is fantasy which you're gonna see a lot of from me in this in this pitch ready ready go okay this book takes place in or the series takes place in oxford england so that's plus one for that it follows the story of diana who is a a professor at yale university who is doing like a sabbatical or whatever it's called a research assignment in in, in, at, at oxford and she is a witch and this is a world where it's our world um she has secret powers the humans don't know that there are witches demons and vampires that roam amongst them and live amongst them and she is a scholar um, who tries to not use her magic. she wants to get ava- get farther in her career based on like actual skill and not using any of her magic. 20 seconds oh she meets a vampire who's also a scholar and professor his name is Matthew he's very dreamy. he's your typical possessive vampire guy and um, their love is forbidden because witches and vampires are not allowed to love each other and that is what I'm gonna leave it at.
0: Well, you had five seconds left. Woo that was awesome.
1: Okay, this is like, oh, sorry, I, I'm going to use those five seconds to say, this is like adult scholarly Twilight. I mean, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so like, I love a good vampire, vampire love story. This series came highly recommended. Anytime I was like, I want a romance fantasy, this was like top of the list, so. Ooh, love that. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Are you ready for your first pitch?
0: I am ready. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not, because I don't have the timer up. Oh, cool classic (laughs) well let me say while you're getting that up um my first book is called a curse so dark and lonely by bridget Kemmerer, which i mentioned is my current read i have 50 pages left of it so by the time you're listening to this episode i will have finished it um and it is a ya fantasy okay begin a Curse of Dark and Lonely is a um, contemporary retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Um, it's extremely readable, um, and it's a great like romance. It's about Harper, who is sort of kidnapped from our modern world and taken to Emberfall in order to help Prince Wren um, break the curse uh, that he that has befallen his kingdom. Um, and in order to save the kingdom, they have to break the curse. But there's a monster who has been terrorizing the kingdom and it takes 20 place seconds in seasons. So Ren has relived this season uh, for an extreme amount of time. And um, it is juicy and fun and oddly modern. That's perfect. Yay. As always not really that was not my best but it's fine okay
1: my next one is not fantasy and phoebe when you were mentioning non-linear this is a non-linear crime mystery series Ooh, yeah okay i'm coming in hot and heavy with tana french's the dublin murder squad series i'm ready all right and go the dublin murder squad series follows different members of you guessed it the dublin murder squad on uh, a variety of different investigations and not all of them are actually murders um some of them are kidnappings etc uh there are I believe six books in the series there may be a seventh one now but last time I checked there were six and um they are non-linear series so minor characters in one book will then be a main character in another book you don't need to read them in order in fact I would suggest not reading them in order they I think Tanya French's um writing style is beautiful it's um very like sometimes I feel like crime novels can be a little too procedural in the way that they display like the ongoing investigation and I feel like Tana French's writing style is really beautiful and lyrical and my favorite book uh that I've read so far is The Likeness which follows Casey Maddox (laughs) and (laughs) yeah basically somebody else dies that looks exactly like her and she infiltrates
0: this house and tries to be her basically spooky okay my next book or series is also not fantasy but you will not be surprised by the author um it is the winter in paradise series by ellen hildebrand which is like women's lit yes not surprised at all but i'm excited for you to tell me about these (laughs) i think you'll like them Begin. Okay. Winter in Paradise by Ellen Hildebrand is, I call them thriller light. Um, They're more like mystery-based, women's lit that still take place in a beautiful setting. But instead of Nantucket, like her other books, they take place on St. John. So Mm -hmm. Irene is from uh, the Midwest and her husband has gotten this job. And for the last 10 years, they have amassed this amazing wealth and they have sort of drifted apart. He mysteriously disappears on New Year's Day and they find out that he has died on the island of St. John where he has had this whole other life. Irene and her two sons Cash and Baker travel to the island to discover what happened to her husband, where all this money came from, and if his death was an accident. You get to see Ooh. beautiful the beautiful oh, island. Sorry, I forgot your reminder. You have seven seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's You get to visit the beautiful island, talk about, she talks about wonderful food, and there's some great romance elements as well. I need to pick her up. They're, I, I mean, of her, like, those ones, The Perfect Couple and Silver Girl are all, like, they're I, what I call her thriller lights. So if you really like mysteries, but you don't mm. want anything, like, too scary, they're good to pick up. Okay,
1: good to know. I feel like that's why you would like Megan Miranda a little bit. They're like, kind of like thriller thriller light is how I'd classify them. Um, okay, what's your next book? My next book is the fifth season by N.K. Jemisin, and I this is also a current read, so I can't speak to the whole series. I hope that my summary or my pitch is in true form to how the rest of the series goes, but I will try mm-hmm. my hand at it. Ready? ready okay oh wait it's adult fantasy right oh sorry yes it's adult fantasy okay and go okay this series starts at the end of the world which is a very daunting beginning to the book um but it hooks you immediately it um, ha- follows the perspective of three different people and one of those perspectives is told in second person which just blows my mind when is the last time you read a book in which you the reader are a character it is insane um it is beautifully written and the world is very complex but I'm like really loving the way that it's all coming together and um basically there are these people creatures I don't know magical beings that have um powers to shake the earth and humans are really scared of them and so i I imagine that the series is going to follow um these three different people at different ages of their um, powers and uh, maturity and we'll see how it goes stop oh that's perfect yeah and oh my gosh okay i will just say though right out the gate this is a heavy read um Mm -hmm. there are children in here and there's child abuse and other horrendous things so keep that in mind uh, before you try to pick this one up and i will obviously
0: update any triggers on does the dog die.com i'm really excited to read it Um i had a friend who just finished it the whole series and i was like oh we're doing like a feature on it on the podcast and he was like i really can't wait to hear you talk about it he's like i absolutely love these books so i'm excited to check back in during our wrap up um to see how Same. far we get with it well and
1: i'm like i just started it like guys i just started it last night technically and i am flying through it and if you know me you know i'm the slowest reader in the world so the fact that i'm already a fourth of the way through this is like very telling to how captivating the story is. Like I said, I hope that my summary or my pitch does the story justice because I'm not that far into it. But I am very excited to check back in at the wrap-up when I'm done to continue gushing about it.
0: I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, what is your... Next book, okay, something totally different and something we really haven't discussed much before. Um, this is a middle grade series. Ooh, um, it's the Vanderbeekers by Karina Yan Glasser. Okay, I'm excited. You good? Yes, and begin. Okay, The Vanderbeekers of 141st Street is the first book in this series, and it is an absolutely delightful and heartwarming. Series about a really um, large biracial family that live in a brownstone in Harlem. My first apartment actually was on the same block. uh, And so this is a book that comes with a map. And um, I lived in the neighborhood where the Vanderbeekers live. And so in the first book, it takes place around the days leading up to Christmas, which is why I picked it up in the first place. And they have a curmudgeonly neighbor who owns the brownstone and they're the kids are trying really hard uh to make him appreciate them and because he wants to sell the brownstone so it is a story about family and um you know being neighborly and it's just it's so funny and warm and really silly and it's kind of got like stop oh darn it i was getting so into it it kind of reminds me it's like it's like Home Alone-ish like they like pull pranks and I don't know it's just it's a really really sweet wonderful series that you can enjoy as an adult. It sounds
1: really delightful that seems like a really good series to pick up after you finish a very heavy one. Yeah definitely. For my final book I'm going to pitch to you something that we have mentioned on the podcast before. Um, It's one of Sarah J. Mass's books. It is her newest one, Crescent City, and um, I haven't done a full pitch for it, so that's what you're going to get today. Can't wait. Okay. Bryce Quinlan is a rock star of a main character, first of all. She comes out punching with um, her leather jacket and her bright red lipsticks, Lipstick, and she is ready to continue living her most perfect life um, until tragedy strikes and she is left heartbroken and distraught in numerous ways. Um, Her best friend is murdered, and she gets thrown into the investigation with an angel detective. Together, they have to uh, uncover what happened to her best friend and it's a lot of um love and in friendship and romantic and um mystery and discovering where your allegiance lies perfect I, I i feel like that wasn't the best description but i i think that sarah Day Mass is a masterful author in the way that she always gets you like you know you know you're gonna cry when you read one of her books like you know mm-hmm. she's gonna throw a whammy at you and non- nevertheless even though you know what's gonna happen you never expect it like whatever you think is gonna happen doesn't happen it's
0: always she always throws a curveball at you yeah I'm so excited to read it I was supposed to read it this month and then it just like June got totally away from me um so I'm definitely making time for it in July Okay, good. So we, and then we'll we can capable. chat about it.
1: Yeah. I read it in four days, which again, like kind of what we we're just talking about with um, the fifth season. I am the slowest reader. So the fact that I read an 800-page book in four days is fantasy Fantasy's insane. your
0: thing, Ash. Like I think it really like you – It I for the type of person that you are, I think fantasy forces you out of your own head. And, I think like, it does too. It I think it's really, been a huge coping mechanism for me. Yeah. Like it really gets you to like – just sit there and enjoy what you're reading and not think about a hundred other things that need to get done which i think is the healthiest thing for us right now your last book um which i think you will really like um is a song of wraiths and ruins by roseanne a brown and it's a dual it's the first book in a duology it just released um in uh in the very beginning of june so it's new okay perfect ready yes okay begin so this is a fantasy duology that is inspired by west african folklore um and a crown princess and a desperate refugee are um kind of forced together in order uh like they're they're given the task to eliminate one of the other, so they basically have to kill one of them has to die, um, but they have this like growing attraction. Um, this is her debut novel, and it's so bingeable and wonderful. Um, and it's like a battle of wits, and there's romance and twenty like, seconds battle of wills and lots of personal demons. It's full of magic and myths, and it's just like really great to get um that like folklore that is so rich um in the african culture that sounds phenomenal yeah it's also love that it's a duology
1: packed. because i know
0: you don't see that a lot
1: yeah i feel like that's a lot easier to commit to like two books yeah ooh okay added added to the list yeah i really think you'll like it I hope so. I'm, I'm excited for all these books. I'm, I'm excited to keep reading what we started and to update our thoughts as we go.
0: Yeah, if you pick up any of these books, let us know.
1: Yeah. And if you want to read along with us, we're always here via, you know, DM or on our posts to talk them through so in that vein if you liked today's episode make sure to leave a review and a rating on apple podcasts as it's the best way to support Reader or list it or stop by today's instagram post at read it or list it pod with your thoughts on today's episode
0: and make sure you come back next week when we will finally be discussing the series that changed our lives in 2020 A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. We'll be reviewing the series as we always do with a spoiler-free episode, if you haven't read it, followed by a spoiler-filled discussion where we won't be holding anything back. And this is the series that inspired getting serieses. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
1: Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at readitorlistitpod. All rights reserved, 2020.